episode seven and part three of our series on the Heavy Montreal Festival, we encountered Motionless in White, Insomnium, Pig Destroyer, Sanctuary, Within Temptation, Isan, and did we see Lamb of God and Slipknot? Maybe. Only one way to find out. Hashtag no refunds. We also finally got to experience some uh, good old French-Canadian wrestling. So, hear all about that and more. Sunday. Race day. But rock Sunday. No, but there's two parts to Sunday. So as, as Matt has pointed out, it was the theme of the day was was butt rock for those of you playing the home game. But for those of you not playing the home game and going to the festival, the theme was Slipknot. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> Slipknot was uh. headlining. And I, I, I mean, this is just I'm totally ballparking this. I don't have actual data on this, but I feel pretty safe in saying this. Like 50 percent of of all shirts or costumes were <laughs> slipknot related yeah that's and intense. yeah so no we show so here's so here's the deal we wanted to show up in time to see fozzy because <laughs> for those of you who do not know so unlike abbott which is sabbath minus the s Fozzy is Ozzy plus an F. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I don't know if that's like the flunky Fozzy, but it's uh, it's Chris Jericho, the professional wrestlers <laughs> band. Like, like I've literally never heard Fozzy on anything other than a pro wrestling event. Mm. And actually might. So, so for those of you who don't watch pro wrestling or don't know anything about it, um, it's uh, one of the sort of, uh, tropes or audience participation things is people bring signs like they they write stuff on on you know big pieces of construction paper or whatever and then hold it up and and for a while like in the 90s like this was huge like tons and tons and tons of people brought signs the best sign i ever saw said fozzy played my prom (laughs) which which i felt was sort of really appropriate and believable yet like fictitious enough to be hilarious um so i think part of the reason fozzy played this fast is because chris jericho is canadian i thought he was like dumping on canadians for a while Oh, maybe. I mean, but like in pro wrestling, like yeah. you know, the part that's how you draw heat, right? Is you you tell people that they're terrible, whatever. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised. Like Sergeant Slaughter had an anti-American yeah. angle, <laughs> like he claimed to be to have defected to Iran, yet somehow we allowed him to compete in wrestling events in the country. Um, <laughs> be like, he be like, more about wrestling. He was also that. he also became a GI Joe character at some point. So yeah, uh, yeah so he's doing all right for himself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if Jericho had had an anti-Canada angle at some point, but, but the point is, I'm pretty sure his, his quote unquote metal band was on this fest, mostly because they were Canadian. They also were playing at one in the afternoon, um, to his defense, he, he, they were playing the main stage, but so the thing was, um, you know, we, we, we knew how much time it would take us to get there, but, uh, we, we totally, Missed it because, you know, it's day three. You sleep later than you want. It took longer than we expected to get. Like, we went to the same place to eat breakfast as we did the day before. And this time there was, like, a gigantic line. So we're like, all right, guess we're missing Fozzie. So anyway, we show up. 
And right, we missed Fozzie. But upon arrival, we discovered even if we'd been on time with our plan, we would have missed Fozzie because today on Slipknot Day, there was an enormous line to get in, like like a hurting people, letting them in in segments. Yeah, like because there was all these people there to see Slipknot. Apparently, it was what? yeah. No, what year is this? Yeah. It's whatever year it is in Canada. <laughs> So apparently last year was crazier with Metallica. The thing about that is like that I get. And like, even though Metallica haven't been awful forever, like I would watch them because you know, they're going to play, you know, something off ride the lightning or something off Matt. Like they're going to play something. They're going to play one. Like, you know, um, what's, uh, what's funny is that that same article about sort of the rise and fall of new metal (laughs) mentions Slipknot, but it mentions them as like an anomaly that does not, factor into uh the rest of it let me see if i can find the quote no like every so right no they are because so when people are would say like oh like new metal's not metal blah blah whatever you know uh i like i understand what they're saying but in a way it still has you know a lot of the aesthetics of metal the last few slipknot songs that i've heard because like like the last time i was i was at this weird party in pennsylvania and they had like mtv on and i saw this slipknot song and i had no idea what it was until the end and i was like that was slipknot like that didn't sound like metal at all like it did it did, wasn't even heavy it didn't have the aesthetics of, of anything like and i mean admittedly i know not all their stuff sounds like that but yeah i just i don't know they're they're terrible they're an yeah. awful band <laughs> like they're also responsible like all those japanese bands that started coming over since like 2009 that like, was all because of slipknot like for some who, reason like darren gray i don't know yeah they, they they are so bad they're so bad if you want some pure comedy there's a uh, there's a video on youtube it's called um i can't remember if it's juggalos versus maggots or ninjas versus maggots but it's these like two kids from some flyover state and they they have this thing about like how how they respect each other's culture or scene like culture is not the right word scene <laughs> <laughs> and oh my god it's so funny we'll have to find that we'll link we can link that with man there's so much linkable stuff for yeah. this. but so anyway there's a lot of poor fashion choices um on people who are again are seemingly too old to to have made these choices uh there on sunday and they're causing this enormous enormous line so then by the time we got in i don't even remember like who was on at that point um because i remember what we went to see but somebody was playing the main stage that we were like who is this and they were just they were terrible oh oh what that white something white oh motionless and white motionless and white right oh. so they have dumb face paint uh which is like half-assed corpse paint uh and they're just one awful. of these really awful uh i don't even know what the fuck you call that that Terrible. kind of nonsense yeah it's so <laughs> See, bad they're very they're they're very it's just court. like yeah it's it's seen and like the whole like this is metal like, <laughs> 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 you get kids are into this right like, yeah uh, yeah they were they were horrifically bad um so we sort of it was you walk in and, and you can hear the main stage and so that we saw like 20 seconds of this and we're like okay we gotta get out of here so we walked over um, to the other side to see um, Insomnium were playing Apocalypse. So again, now, I had written down Insomnium 
from again from the standpoint of like i don't really care but they're gonna be like the probably the best thing at that time they were they were all right and the weird thing was we get there and i say to matt i'm like is that nick playing guitar he's like what do you who what are you talking i'm like yeah. nick cordell you know like this means you arsis arch enemy and he's like oh i don't know and at they finished playing that song and they're like give it up for nick cordell <laughs> <laughs> and i was like yes okay so then so then that was actually um so we hadn't we hadn't linked up with um with kim dilla yet either because you know like i said my phone my phone didn't work um uh like because we're in canada and Kim standing on the side of because this means you is is Kim and Nick had had a band back in Virginia and back in the day and it was called This Means You, so they're really longtime friends and so I'm so I'm like oh there's Kim like standing on the side of the stage, uh, so like we ran into her um, and that that was cool but yeah I mean they were they were all right they were you know yeah. like kind of um, melodic death metal thing and yeah yeah Nick held it down yeah and didn't we yeah we we. Uh... And when we did bump into Kim, she was saying that, uh, yeah, that Nick was telling her like he had two sets. Oh, right. So, that were like new to him right. that he was preparing for because he was playing with them and Sanctuary. Right. She was like, yeah, no, Nick was all like, don't, don't, don't talk to yeah. me. I, I got to learn two sets because I was like, I didn't know he was playing. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, like it was real last minute, blah, blah. And, you know, he's saying don't talk to me because I'm playing two sets you know because he's got sanctuary i'm like i didn't know he's playing yeah sanctuary either yeah well and the funny thing is like once you mentioned that then i was like that's why his name sounded so familiar because oh. i had seen him announced as the new sanctuary guy because sanctuary is one of those bands where i was like who are the guitar players oh the dudes who were in sanctuary you know in the 80s but one of them's already like done with it you know one of them yeah. was clearly like oh you guys want to keep doing this oh man all right well i'm going home have fun and so uh yeah, he was announced as the new guy because he used to be in Arch Enemy, yeah. which I just found most notable because, again, Arch Enemy was like, so who's in the band now? Doesn't matter. Doesn't that's matter. Like a, that's like a theme. And it seems kind of shitty because it clearly seems like, oh, we can get Jeff Loomis. Like, and Nick, again, right. who I, I don't know as well, but having seen him in both in Sanctuary uh and in insomnium he was awesome yeah and i was no, like nick nick holds it down he dude he was an arsis yeah which it, like that's the thing so again if people don't know like uh jim alone um and uh and mike van dyne the original drummer they went to berkeley mm. with me and and like the if if you've just like arsis kind of changed their sound over time if you've never heard the first arsis demo that was the best like it's super awesome and that stuff's not easy to play mm um and yeah i mean nick nick holds it down and he's been in a lot of different bands like that's mm. how you know he's good yeah is because he's he's played in so many other people's bands and he keeps getting gigs yeah. like he because he does a great job yeah. all the time yeah he's total professional he's a really great player yeah yeah uh so let's see oh yeah so i found the slipknot quote uh <laughs> so this is from uh this article on decibelmagazine.com about uh, it's called They Did It All for the Nookie, uh, the the rise and fall of, of new metal. But this particular quote is just this one little stanza by itself. Slipknot's eruption, beginning in 1999, is largely irrelevant. <laughs> the Iowa Collective has simply been able to generate a cultish aura 
that sense of kinship that new metal couldn't sustain. To tie Slipknot's success to any music trend is like trying to map insane clown posse success by the state of hip hop. Yeah. Which I thought was very astute, <laughs> no, very no, accurate. That is dead on. Yeah, it's and and it's they're they're not quite new metal. They're not quite traditional metal. They had more like old school metal elements which a bunch of kids were like that's why it's okay right and it was like that doesn't no, make it good yeah. like you're I like just because there's riffs yeah like they like metallica it's like yeah i'm not into metallica so uh yeah but 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 the whole thing is right it's like gimmick you know that sh- they might have to be a factor on the uh the gimmick metal episode i want to do soon because gimmick metal is all the rage now and, no, uh, totally. Because the other thing is, like, I couldn't stand to talk about Slipknot for a whole episode. Yeah. Because then we would have to actually like listen. No, I could. To no, I, I couldn't it. do a whole episode on Slipknot. Honestly, I couldn't stand. I it. couldn't handle no, but, it. Either. But ICP is the best comparison, right? Because yeah. they have like the a name for their fans. Yep. There's this bizarre following, and Bunch right, it's dumb masks, totally, like... it's totally uncorrelated to the style of music that they purport to <laughs> yeah. be. Yeah. And uh, and totally carnival man. Yeah. <laughs> well, and they're and they're another band uh, that just. For, has way too many people in it for no reason. Like every time I every time I hear them, right? This is the thing where I would see the video and I'd be like, "That's just the video, right?" There's not that many dudes like on stage. No, there's like twelve dudes on stage, and I would hear them and I'd be like, "This is the band with like twelve dudes on stage. What are those dudes doing?" I don't get it. Slipknot totally needs to have their own like gathering to take things to the next level. Maggot fest. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, I don't know why they don't. Uh, because. Maybe there's a god. <laughs> because, I don't know, their fans are more geographically distributed yeah. than to Illinois and Michigan and Ohio. Oh, so I, I, I think after Insomnium is when we finally caught some wrestling. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I posted a this, video on Facebook, which first, I will also... The first wrestling match. Right. And this was, but this was the, my favorite because like, it was a tag team match. And two of them were clearly supposed to be like lumberjacks. lumberjacks. Yeah, yeah. French Canadian, <laughs> French Canadian lumberjacks with the sleeves cut off, which was also great because uh, I I heard the only person I heard speaking English was the ref, which was weird because he would be like, "No, you can't do that," and I'd be like, "The other," and, but then the French Canadian lumberjack dudes would just yell out some some smack like, it's a win, it's a win. and the crowd would be like, "Oh," and we'd be like, uh. "Right, right." They they every time anybody like got some heat it, we had no idea what was going on it was Cause, hilarious because but man the the french speakers ate it up that and uh and i mean i guess uh the later match seemed a little like closer to pro but they no, also Kara, constantly like missing no, moves here's the thing these guys this it, it was like they were like you know what you know when we're gonna have a chance to get some new fans is like when we when we get out of the church basement and we play the forest at the metal fest. So they, so it was like they had, they tried to chain like a million high spots together. Again, if you don't know anything about pro wrestling, so there's like a bunch of like pedestrian type moves that you can do that, you know, you just sort of fill a match. And then there's, this is what they call high spots. So like, think of like jumping off the top rope, right? Mm. Like it's a big deal. Um, so they, these guys would just try to chain all these high spots together <laughs> And and this is a bad idea for a lot of reasons, uh, and, and again, which is kind of what showed like the overwhelming amateurness of this ironically pro so called pro wrestling was, yeah. uh, because because the botches like there's uh, high spots when they go wrong they go really wrong, <laughs> like like that like those are the kind of moves where people get injured, um, but it's also like you can't 
you can't just like flub it and make it look okay. Like it's clear, like it's clearly gone wrong. Which is what and, they kept trying to do. Right, right. And so, they, <laughs> so like there was a lot of like epic, but like there was some good moves, but there was a lot of epic botches in between, and it was it was pretty funny. The ref, the ref was on point though. That guy knew how to sell. <laughs> yeah, somebody, yeah. somebody get that guy a contract. Yeah. He looked exasperated by everything that happened. It was amazing. Like, like that guy was great, but but the actual wrestling was, I don't know, it was pretty comical. But it yeah. was, but it's one of those deals. Like I love pro wrestling when it's bad. Yeah. Like like I I prefer to watch it when it's bad because <laughs> it, it, it's it it's like it's not even hate watching. It's just right. ironic. Like oh wow, this is this is a thing that that is televised. That's amazing. So yeah, so this was totally up my alley. This was yeah, except for the being in French part because right. then I don't know how hilariously bad the banter was. Which, if it was in line with the banter from the rest of the fest, was probably pretty bad. Yeah, but yeah, so so we we saw the one tag match. It was funny, uh, and then you know there was an there was a there was an air of excitement. There was something we were waiting for that we knew was not. A distant too, event, not, not, not too, too far, far away. away. <laughs> Heaven wasn't too far away, <laughs> to, to be to be precise. Yeah. Uh, so we saw warrant. Well, we were told we saw warrant, <laughs> right. but I knew that Janie Lane was dead. <laughs> right. And I, knew, I I didn't. Matt told me this like the yes. day before. We were. I was like, so I'm pretty sure the singer's dead, <laughs> which is the only person I re- I would recognize from warrant. Right. And. <laughs> Right. So there's no way of really knowing if anybody else in that band has ever previously been in Warren. Right. They all that all could have been like the, they could have been a cover band. Yeah. It could, that could have been the first time they were ever technically in Warrant because it was just like five dudes that looked like they were left over from the 80s and they happened to know these songs. Like, yeah. And, and, and the other thing is no one. I don't know about anybody else. We didn't. We didn't really know any Warrant songs, right? So they could have they could have played like literally anything vaguely '80s sounding, yeah. As long as at some point they played Cherry Pie, yeah, right? And and you could have convinced me that was Warrant. At, at one point they said, "Mind if we play a new song?" And I was like, "Yeah, but I can't tell anyway." <laughs> right, right. So You're like play it. on principle, <laughs> yes, right. but like really no, because you could have told me it was an old song, and I and I probably wouldn't have yeah. known. Um, but but it was funny because they actually played several songs that we recognized. Yeah, they played right? all they, three Warren songs that I could recognize. They, right, they played they played Heaven, they played they played Cherry Pie, and they, they played, played Uncle Tom's and Cabin. they played Uncle Tom's Cabin. And so, are we going to talk about the dude at our table? Yes. Okay. So uh, you wrote some of this down, right? Yes. So we we made a friend <laughs> accidentally. Uh, we basically were like, all right, we don't need to stand up for Warren. Well, and it was really hot. The sun yeah, was like yeah. beating down. Super so hot. we were like, let's like find some shade. Yeah. But there, uh, all the like good shaded spots were taken. So what we settled for was if we sit at a picnic table, then at least our legs are yeah. shaded. And I was wearing like black jeans. Yeah. Plus I was so, just so sick of standing up by Sunday. So we sit at, so like, of course, no tables completely open, but there's w- one table that just has one dude at it yeah like he's probably like 50 like some yeah. older dude so we sit down at that table but the dude there for docking no he was there for warrant though oh. yeah so at one point 
uh, we just keep, you know, bullshitting like we do. And he kind of started to notice and kind of like. But he didn't realize we were bullshitting. He right, was like, right. You, oh, yo, you guys want to talk about yeah, war? Right. Like, <laughs> like, because, like, I think he was just surprised we knew who they were. I think at first he thought we were just like. Well, he you probably know. thought we were way younger. Right. So right. As, as we discussed on previous episodes, we can pass for much younger than we actually yeah. are. Like, like we're not young, <laughs> but people think that we're young. Right. Because my impression was he was he was like, like. Oh shit! These these dudes actually know who Warrant is. That's pretty cool. Keep, they're keeping the fire. Keeping the fire. It's because at one point uh, I literally yelled "Play your hit" <laughs> as a joke, and Rich said that's one of their minor hits. And then the dude at the table turned around and said that's one of their major hits. But it was after people stopped listening to them, <laughs> and we're like, so by so definition, it wasn't a hit. Right. By definition, it was not a major hit. Um, <laughs> that and they kept ending songs with a riff from a different song yeah, right right and not their songs but they <laughs> yeah, ended yeah. one song with paranoid like, they were, yeah. like they, they were like and so i'm like oh they're gonna play paranoid great because i would much rather listen to a bad cover of paranoid than like a bad maybe cover of warrant yeah so but then but so then then but then they wouldn't and right. like so, they would just end a song with like down, 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 or something. You know, it's just like, wait, what was that from? It was clearly not the same song. So they're like teasing you that they might be a better band, right? Or, or that you right, could just be kidding. Still band. Warren. I was like, I was like, paranoid, smoke on the water. Like, come on, I'll take anything. Like, not not Warren. And then they would play another Warren song. Oh man, I have so many notes on Warren, dude. Tell them all, because right, so, I don't, I don't have, I didn't write stuff down. You were, I was depending on you to write it this, down. This, this was the best banter of the weekend, in my opinion. Oh God, there, which yeah, was some quality banter. And 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 I, uh, I think this was before Heaven. Uh, this is when Heaven was the least far away. <laughs> and he said, "You probably know the words to this song. If you don't, your girlfriend does, or your mom." <laughs> <laughs> and then and there was some woman uh some woman because like you know when people are actually singing along they'll put that up on the screen so you that you know that other people are like into it that the band has fans right they found the one person who's like excited. yeah but they found this woman singing well a lot of people are singing along to heaven because it's the one song that uh they know the words to other than cherry pie and again only the only the chorus and this, this woman, uh, an older woman, was singing along to heaven, and she had a Slipknot bandana. And so we're like, oh, we found the crossover audience for the day. And I was like, oh, yeah, I put that on the internet and ruined her maggot cred. <laughs> and then Rich said, I'd say street cred, but most of them live near unpaved roads. <laughs> it's more like trailer cred. Uh, <laughs> Dirt road cred. And then, <laughs> and then when, they, when they were finally, you know, this was the heaven, Uncle Tom's cabin, cherry pie like the just the, bringing the it's the it's the block what do they call it on the radio when they it's the like the non-stop the rock block the rock non-stop block. rock block yeah only oh, playing gosh. the hit only the only hits playing the hits because we're All legally obligated All to only play the hits that we have been informed will be hits <laughs> when we are forced to play them all day uh so another <laughs> quote when they were introducing he said it's not swampy enough for this song and I was like, Uncle Tom's Kevin. Right. And then the old dude at the table like turned around and like nodded. Yeah, he was like, he was like, yeah, he you guys like, are pumped yeah. too. Take your Uncle Tom's Kevin. It's awesome. <laughs> Keeping the fire. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then because we established we knew a thing or two about Warrant, 
uh, Rock and Roll Dead turns around and says, <laughs> "No, no, you can't call him Rock and Roll Dead because oh, right. that implies that he procreated." At some right? Point. No, sorry. Uh, <laughs> rock and Roll, sad old dude. <laughs> um, and he, so the dude suddenly turns to us and he goes, and this is like during like Cherry Pie. This is like at the end of the set. He's like. That's not the original singer, right? And we're like, no, nah, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. Just like, right? Just like totally. Like, yeah. No. No. He's no. Dead. He did. He did. He did. He, he, uh, he, 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 he did. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the singer, despite all his great banter, didn't seem to know the verses to Cherry Pie, <laughs> which, granted, are terrible. And, and no one else knows. It's, so yeah, you it's can't like, really fault him, except for that it's his it, job to know them. All I remember is like swinging here and there and like because they couldn't say fucking so they're like swinging in the front lawn swinging in the car no and they goes think about baseball all night long yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but it was always swinging yeah like swinging in the front yard swinging in the back the the back um and and, but but when yeah but he like didn't know any of those right he pulled the gary sharon yeah i mean that that was the thing If, if you're the replacement singer for an 80s band this weekend it was your job to forget the verse to the big <laughs> to the hit. biggest song but you know your mom probably knows the words so it's okay yeah just get her just get her up there <laughs> she do she probably has the same hair yeah so so then you know we had to uh we had to leave our our warrant friend because it was time for for docking <laughs> Oh, yes. Back to back '80s glory. Yeah, they just yeah, again rock block back to back all, all the hits. Back man. to back. So all so Sunday. Now the only here this is very important though. We knew it was docking because yes. I'd written it down on my schedule. We don't know how many other people knew it was docking <laughs> because they were the only band of the entire fest that did not have a backdrop. What? Right. No there, kind of banner. There, there was no whatsoever. banner. Like a couple bands had banners that like were their logo, which you would have to know the band to know what the thing was. But you know, most of them had a thing that like said who they were. And Dokken, it was just just black on stage. There was yeah, yeah. they were just up there. They dude, they phoned it in. <laughs> like no, so okay, so first of all, they you opened told me a little about this. They opened the set with Kiss of Death. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> which which on one hand was a good move. Because you're like, okay, like, we're, doing, we're doing, we're doing, we're doing this, yeah. we're doing this, but Rockin then it was all downhill from yeah. there. Like that was the highlight of the set. Makes me sad. I, I've heard, <sighs> uh, I've heard a lot that Don Dawkins can't sing anymore. But honestly, the first couple songs, I was like, you know what? I mean, I'm sure he can't do really high stuff, but like his voice sounds all right. And then that all kind of went downhill about three songs in, and, uh. You're right. He, right. And even even because of death, it's like he didn't sing it up there, yeah. you know, but it was like, whatever. Yeah. He, like, like it wasn't what he I would rather people sing something where they can as opposed yeah. to try to sing it somewhere. Right, they right. can't. I expected the sort of late days of Queensryche. <laughs> right. The Jeff Tate. Like, right. Oh, let God. me just drop this three octaves. Yeah. Uh, and then, OK, I'm going to do the one high note. Not really. I love how people are still convinced like he's still got it. Yeah, but not many of them. Not many of them. Uh, A lot of people we know. It's been a pretty big public thing where like most people are like, well, since Queensryche (laughs) no longer is trying to convince you that he can still sing, maybe I should stop buying it. Uh, So the the other quote I have from Don Dawkins, 
Cause he was, he just seems so tired. And yeah, like his old, like his banner was really like we're doing we're really doing this. I almost expected I'm him stage. to say I'm almost dead <laughs> and I need this. But what he was referring to was the paycheck. Right. Iggy, Iggy <laughs> needed the camaraderie. He needed the emotional Don support. Don and the rest of Dokken needed the paycheck. Yeah. But he did say, uh, for me, it's always going to be 1986. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, so my favorite part of the banter was when he was like, so uh, Slipknot's playing later. That's oh, uh, yeah. really want to see that. <laughs> and you're like, what? you mean because you're glad that there are people here to see you play? Because they probably wouldn't be if you were on the weren't on the same bill as Slipknot. Like, like trying to get the attention of the like, hey man, you guys want to see uh, this band that's playing way way later today? <laughs> you want to see this band's playing seven hours from now? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I can't wait. Docking tours a lot. Like, how do they get people to come see them? Kind of nostalgia. Yeah. Yes. Right. Well, if you don't know any better, yeah. right? I mean, if you if you think like. Oh man, haven't seen Dawkins since the 80s. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to step out and see that. I mean, we got duped into seeing a wedding band a couple weeks <laughs> yeah, ago. We <laughs> fucking paid for it. That's the thing. You don't know until it's too late. So tell, like, us, tell us the worst part about the Dawkins set, or at least worst for me. It, no, basically everything that wasn't Kiss of Death. Like, what, oh, what they oh, didn't play. right. Okay, so the set list was a problem. Yeah. Okay, because Dawkins have a fair number of hits. And, and, but, and so they played Kiss of Death. And I'm like, okay, they uh, again, like a lot of these bands, they were all playing their hits, a lot of good set lists. Dokken didn't play Dream Warriors. And yeah. and I That's fucking bullshit. Yeah. They played in my dreams. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, ah, you have two songs to choose from here with dreams in the title that you should play. And the answer is not in my dreams. I, I was so disappointed. I'm like, ah. yeah. So my guess is uh, listening to it. It's because he probably can't sing any part of it. Yeah. But, but he can't sing any part of Kiss of Death either, but they made it work. Yeah, but like, like there's a lot of, yeah. But uh, maybe, maybe maybe it's one of those things where George is like, that's my song, and I'm not the band. If you play that, I'm going to hunt you down. I'm going to invade your dreams and murder you. Yeah. Like, like, like that song without me is for you know what. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, since yeah. we told the, since we told the, the, the George Lynch story last time. Um, so, yeah, no, it was really disappointing. And I, I, there was one thing that was really great about the set, though. And it was this dude in front of us. So, so, so like, the, uh, like the Warrant set, there was a guy at a picnic table. We weren't at his picnic table, but we were very close to his picnic table. Um, he was wearing a, he had a Black Sabbath 13, you know, like the, the recent, like, <laughs> You, like if if there was any way you were gonna rep Sabbath, like I've heard a lot of people be like, "Man, I just pretend that like Tear and Eternal Idol don't exist because I hate Tony Martin." Mm. I love Tony Martin. Yeah. I would totally rep that shit. But like, but like thirteen, and that's like <laughs> that's like oh Black Sabbath have a new album. I haven't heard it, but it says Sabbath, so it's gotta be good, right? You're like no. So this dude was wearing a, a thirteen shirt, and then he had a sweatshirt tied around his waist. So, um, so I've actually uploaded two videos of this guy to my Instagram mm. because the first one was actually, was actually during kiss of death. This guy was rocking out, but it was almost like this robotic rock out, <laughs> like, cause either, 
either he was on autopilot from like the drugs he'd done over the years or he was too like old and stiff to move in any way that wasn't super mechanical <laughs> i'm gonna guess it's the former because the second video i have uploaded of him was him and some other dude at the picnic table having for seemingly no reason or no discernible reason to me a slap fight <laughs> which is the most appropriate form of fight to have in public when you're like 50 <laughs> yeah at a metal festival. at a metal fest in canada while, while docking his blank while docking his blank it was it was weird yeah man that's pretty funny though. i don't know but like but that was it the set was basically kiss of death and then a huge chunk of medi- mediocrity and yeah. some weird banner from from Don. I knew a few songs because they played a bunch off the one album that I, I'm trying to remember if I actually bought it or if I just found a way to hear it otherwise. I, I but, like Dokken and I've never no, bought a Dokken no, album. My, no, here's my thing. What I was saying was I was really into Dokken for like two weeks in the mid to late 90s. I was never into Dokken. I couldn't Dokken. pinpoint I'm, I'm it, sorry. but there was a point because I at one point I just like systematically was like, went through the 80s guitar players and was like, oh, George Lynch is a big deal. Let me check him out. And I had Tooth and Nail, which they played the song Tooth and Nail. Yeah, that's the one I had. And I dig it. I I had. So they played that. They played uh, Into the Fire. (laughs) Yeah, but it was was awful. No, it was. was It was really bad. It was so bad. It didn't matter. Because too many of their songs are based about around the high vocal parts. Right. So (laughs) next year they should just get Cinderella. (laughs) See how that goes. Or Slaughter. Slaughter would be hilarious. I would see. I would pay money to see I would Slaughter. So see Slaughter. <laughs> Let's make sure we see Slaughter if they. Uh, White Snake. Or. Uh, White Snake is like. Who's Whatever, man. Like? I'll just go see D- DC, aka David Coverdale Cooper. <laughs> yeah. Or Yorn Lawn, dude. Yeah. Fucking. That would actually covers. be good, though. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah the best version of uh, White Snake. <laughs> Yorn Land. <laughs> Uh, so we saw, after that, we went to see Pig Destroyer at the Apocalypse stage. How was it? It was uh, Pig Destroyer. My it impression was exactly what you would expect. was not really knowing what to expect, is they were better, better than Cattle Decapitation. <laughs> so as far as bands like, I've seen... The other band right, whose name is Animal Plus Violence. Right, is the other band named after Violence Towards Animals. No, but, but <laughs> Cattle Decapitation, it's ironic. Right, right. It's like, look, don't eat meat. Yeah. But pig destroyer, I think, is is they're talking about cops, not animals. That's possible. Uh, I don't care. You couldn't tell because every it's one of those bands where the vocals, uh, it just is kind of like a syllable, and it doesn't really. Ma- if it's there like were bar- words, it's, it's barking. They don't translate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they were better than I expected. More coherent. Yeah, I've seen them before. It was just kind of like, yeah, okay, yeah, it's Big Destroyer. More or less barking than Caninus? <laughs> less. And then, oh, fuck. Also I, less, less quality. I forgot to look this up. Uh, I got to find out on Sunday, whoever was playing at the Forest Stage until 7, we walked by at like 6.55, and they were playing the last song of their set, and... It was an oh, unironic yeah. cover of Turn Down for What? Yeah. What? Right, no, because we were going over there to see Isan, and so we walked past, and they were like, for this last one, or like whatever, you know, the yeah. typical, like, this is our last one, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, Turn Down for What? And then it was like this weird, terrible metal Yeah, cover and I was like, really? And yeah, and then it was like, 
You expected it to be mildly ironic? No, they were so into it. And the crowd was into it. Yeah. The crowd was digging it. Yeah, we got to look that up, man. That was bad. But, no, so anyway, Pig Destroyer, and then Sanctuary right after that, right? Uh, yes. So the second Nick Nick Cordell set of the best. Um, So this is actually really good because, uh, I mean, we saw Sanctuary at Prague Power a couple years ago, and that was pretty awful. Um, Pfft. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it was it was pretty it was bad. bad. It was bad. Um, but this one was this one was pretty good. They had a good set list. Even the like newer song that they played up, you know, off the last album, mm-hmm. like it was pretty good. Yeah. And Nick did a really great job. And they played yeah. a lot of old stuff. Yeah. The I, I most of my comments are around the mosh pit. <laughs> so first of all, there was no pit, and Warl was like, "I want to see a pit." And you're like, great. Yeah. Get like ask a bunch of people who don't want to mosh to mosh. But but that crowd was like, oh, all right, let's get let's get together. No, so there's like, so there's like eight dudes. Yeah. They're like the kind of dudes that you could ask them to mosh like anywhere. And they'd be like, if we're gonna <laughs> yeah. mosh now, like you could be at a Katy Perry concert and she'd be like, you know what I want to see is a mosh pit. And they'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah, kid, let's get this fucking shit going. Circle parking lot, let's mosh. Right. So like so these eight dudes decide to mosh and this one woman. And but the thing was, there was this one dude in the pit who was like somebody's dad. He he was wearing he's wearing a, a a collared shirt, like a long sleeve collared shirt, um, jeans that were too big, and then sandals. And um, yeah, he dresses like me, <laughs> right? He dresses no, he has a collar. I wear collared shirts sometimes. <laughs> I've never seen you wear a collared shirt. Yeah, not to didn't a, happen. not to a metal fest. And uh, yeah, but he was pretty bald too. But he he didn't uh, he wasn't he wasn't embracing it. He it was uh, like it was like that he it was what was left, not like he shaved it off. And so, th- but this dude was huge, and uh, but he was just sliding around because he had like no traction on these sandals. He actually bit it. He actually wiped out and fell down. And I was like, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just the it was the saddest pit because yeah. you're like that's one of those things, man. Like, I get if you're if you're if you're like a totally like a super brutal band right and it's your first song and you're like no guys like mosh and then they're like oh okay like yeah i guess it's time to mosh now yeah but if you're like sanctuary (laughs) and people i mean nobody looked like they wanted to and then you're like you know what would be great is if you had an embarrassingly terrible pit yeah but so so i lucked out though because what i did was um i stood right at the edge like the back edge of the pit. So then I had an awesome, totally unobstructed view. Yeah. I just had to push some morons occasionally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my yeah. thing with Sanctuary is my guess is like, so when they played Prog Power, again, it's like this band from the 80s and like, okay, Whirl and Jim have been working, but the rest of these dudes, have, as far as I know, have just been, you know, hanging out, living their lives. And then all of a sudden it's like, all right, let's play again. And so I was, you know, I wasn't really surprised. Uh, by that but now they're like you know first it was all and this is all hearsay uh through the grapevine uh from people who i know who bumped into uh Worrell or jim and there was there was a word the word was like okay we're doing the sanctuary reunion but it's it's just a reunion and then nevermore's not done don't worry even if those assholes don't want to do it anymore but recently, World changed his tune, which was like, oh, well, we wouldn't do it without those assholes. And uh, I mean, obviously, he didn't call them assholes that time because he's trying to be like, no, it's cool, man. Jeff, 
just got a new gig that pays way better, so it's not happening soon, but maybe when that ends, you know? I mean, that, which actually makes sense. He's probably like, oh, yeah, when, you know, well, once the gravy train runs way out. way easier to play Arch Enemy songs than Nevermore songs. Yeah. Like, so. Well, right, but I'm saying, but, like, that's the thing. I was like, who's in this band other than uh, Whirl and Jim? The dudes who used to be in Sanctuary, right? And Nick. Well, yeah, and now Nick. But Nick wasn't at Prog Power, is part of my point, right? Oh, like, right, right, They didn't right, right, have, yeah. they just had whoever the other dude was. I don't know who either of those guys are. <laughs> Still don't. I probably, I may never figure it out. But they definitely were like, no, right? So that was my thing. Like, Sanctuary's cool, but if you're going from like Nevermore back towards Sanctuary, you lose right, some the, of the dissonance and you lose the shred. Well, you lose all the rhythm. Yeah. That's the thing. Sanctuary's right. a straight ahead band. Yeah, exactly. Nevermore, like, there are parts in Jimmy Neon Black that are, like, so disjointed that yeah. it approaches on, on meter. Like, it's just like, Wah. Yeah. So, uh, but now it's clearly that they're like, well, the reunion has legs. They must have done well enough on their little tour ever to be, and with the new album to be like, well, I guess let's keep doing this, maybe? Because clearly Nevermore's, like, missing half a band. Yeah. So how about we do this band now? And then one of the dudes, my, again, my theory is that after the initial reunion thing, he was like, oh, you guys going to, like, keep doing this, man? I was just going to go back to being a dude. I'm, I'm just going to, you know, and so then they're like, oh, shit, we need someone else. And then. Well, but I think, Nick. well, who knows? Because I, I think it was short notice, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I think Nick had to learn this. But I think like he's, but I think he's like staying with them or something. I think I wouldn't I, be surprised. I heard something about him being the new guy. Yeah. Does it really well. Yeah. Yeah. So, but so that's I, good. But so I maybe they'll get knows. better. And then their next album, you know. Yeah. Oh no. If they have Nick playing their next cool. album, that'd be cool. Yeah. And we're all sounded really good. Yeah. Like he, like he didn't. Again, he's, he didn't try to sing anything. Like, yeah. Like he's he didn't he, sing. Yeah. They ever, didn't play Soldiers of Steel. <laughs> right. Ever since he's stopped, uh, uh, like drinking and stuff. Oh, he's, he's been a lot. He's sober. No, yeah. So he had this yeah. major health thing a while back. So like, I the first time I saw Nevermore, uh, he was a mess, and the second time I saw Nevermore, he was really good. And what happened is he had some like, uh, I don't know all the specifics, so don't take any of this as fact. Just it could be completely wrong. What's but it, the hate mail address again? <laughs> hate mail. At your music is bad. If you want to tell, if you want to tell Matt how wrong yeah. he is about all yeah. this, uh, what really or if happened, you, or if you just want to do like, our research for yeah, us. Yeah, if you want to tell or me, if you're Worrell and you want to write us. Right. By the way, Worrell, you snuck me into a Nevermore show when I was 19. I really yeah. appreciate that. If uh, if you are Worrell or you just want to tell me the specifics, I will absolutely read them on the podcast after I get it. So <laughs> right, there's time. Yeah. But uh, you won't hear this until right. So, uh, but I, I think it was uh, some pancreatic thing, right? Okay. So some health thing that came up after years of drinking and stuff, and the end result was he had to stop drinking and and it's part part of the Nevermore thing because he and Jim both stopped drinking, but uh, apparently uh, Van and Jeff didn't, and so part of it was they were still like fucking rock and roll, it's party, and these dudes are like, well, we got to be like you know mature old dudes now and like not party or whatever and so apparently that was like maybe related to the rift between them uh but but the main thing i noticed was world got way more consistent once he was sober and it's gotten even better i think because he probably again when you're just like so you're like then you actually notice what's going on when you're singing you sure. know yeah. you're not just like i don't know what's up with that but fuck it you know <laughs> and so it's like man that was awful last night well i don't remember the set yeah so. and like clearly he figured out you know the right amount of high stuff to still attempt right he did some of it but he didn't overdo it and he didn't do it until he just like 
blew himself out or anything. Right, and like I said, they also didn't they didn't try to do like soldiers steal like anything right. crazy high. Yeah, like didn't they do? There was one at Prague Power where they were they like battle angels or something where they're yeah. like, we're well, gonna do this. And it's no, like, even are you? Well, they've been playing it for years. They Nevermore yeah. would would play that. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. Oh yeah, I've seen. I Nevermore. never heard Nevermore do it. But. Oh, I did a ton. Of, well, I lived in Seattle, so I saw. Yeah, I saw Nevermore like a ton of times. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, they, and actually there was, there was one show where I was yelling for them to play it and he, and he goes, come on, man, you know, that one's last. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he was like, quit, quit yelling, man. You know, that one's yeah, last. Th- dude just like kept being like, Ugh. and he was like, <sighs> like, don't be so fucking impatient. <laughs> but then he also kept being like, yeah, we're going to play a bunch of the new songs. All right. Just like, come on, man. <laughs> They're pretty good. You know, he was basically like, come on, just. It's cool. We'll get to that shit. Just like listen to these new songs, please. <laughs> but it was good. It was cool. So what what we do after that? All right. So Sanctuary. Uh, I don't feel like there's something else before Isan, but well, maybe not. Mm, oh right. No, there was. So there was time, but the but within Temptation was playing. Oh right. So we caught we, like 15 minutes. So we went over and saw that, and the thing was, they were really bad. Yeah. Like, like, so, so within Temptation, that, that, this album, the Silent Force, that's one of my like guilty pleasures. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll listen to that. Like, I will put it on because for whatever reason, I find it entertaining. Yeah. They were really bad. Like, um, and I don't know. I just felt like their whole stage presentation was around her boobs. Like, <laughs> like, so so first of all their backdrop didn't say within temptation it said hydra which i guess is that like probably the new album, album or something yeah. and then they're all just like they all looked like metal dudes who had day jobs or something you know it's, it's like if i got up on stage yeah. right <laughs> like i have short air like whatever and uh and they and their drum kit had the you know the plexiglass the half plexiglass cage you know because she's got to hear herself yeah for whatever reason <laughs> Um, and then she's wearing this ridiculous, like white, it's not like a, like it, you'd think it's a corset, but it's not, it yeah. just has that like sh- direction in the stomach to it yeah. and just like, then her boobs, boobs. Yeah. and yeah, they were bad. Like it wasn't like train wreck awful. Like, uh, like you didn't feel the need to flee immediately, but it was yeah. just sort of like the crowd was really into it and you're like why <laughs> you know because <laughs> um, it was just like oh, whatever like i don't i don't know yeah they're, they're one of those bands so they're like uh one of the earliest of this they're not they were not a result of this scene but they basically were a precursor and then they benefited from it which is there's this whole uh i guess it's Usually called symphonic metal, but that's a terrible name because it's not remotely accurate. Right, but even but even the bands that get that label, I feel like these guys don't sound like that. No, but they don't have like they don't they don't have crazy like dumb keyboards. But they they were a predecessor. she She doesn't pretend to be an opera singer. Right, like that's part of I think why I would listen to them. Right, but they 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 were around when there was like three female fronted metal bands or whatever, and so there was like them and Lacuna Coil. Uh, the gathering and the gathering there were other ones people just didn't know them right like but so like aurora, all these like bands nobody knew aurora right so when the the lacuna coil got kind of big and then epica kind of uh, did their the thing is the worst but that whole and and nightwish but the main thing is like another terrible band any of these bands who sort of like 
you know, like within Temptation, I like I, I I feel like I heard of them before any of those other bands. Well, they've been around. They, right, they have that's a my ton point. Of that's my point. They've been around a long time, and so they're not part of that scene. But when that scene got big, they yeah. like got attention too. Right, like, and when all those enough. other bands stopped being bands, they yeah. were still a band. Right. So I feel like that's why I was like, okay, it makes sense. Like they're on this big stage and whatever, and, they and made they've been a, around in Europe forever. They made a couple cool videos too, actually. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, I can't re- I can't remember the name of the song now, and I'm gonna hate. But there's they actually have one video that's really cool, yeah. and I just can't remember it. Well, and they're one of those bands I never I never really got into them, and I but I remember like I'm pretty sure I've missed them at Prague Power before <laughs> because I know they've played Prague Power, but I, I know I haven't seen them. I don't remember. So I, I was like, that it was, was one the year those, I didn't go. It was one of those years where I was like, okay, I could you know I oh, maybe I should see them, but then I you know wanted to eat or something uh, more important. And so I didn't. But in this case, like, oh, cool, Surviving. yeah, I only hear hear a little bit of, of what they're doing. But yeah, it was just yeah, like, it was pretty bad. Um, but the thing was, that was only uh, like even if we basically <laughs> walked over there, we're yeah. like, oh, this is pretty bad. No, yo, Let's go no, see here, a song. This right here was the deal. Like their set started at six, and Sanctuary ended at six thirty, and then Isan was at seven. So. It, when takes we like walked 10 over, minutes. right? I timed. I was like, "How long does it take us to walk <laughs> yeah. here?" Because then we'll know what time we need to leave and go back. But we didn't wait that long. We were like, "Let's just go back." <laughs> yeah, um, that's enough of within ten days. Yeah, we watched like ten minutes, and then we and then we went back to watch Isan. Um, that was that was pretty brave. Yeah, like, Isan was awesome. Uh, I thought he was way better at Prague Power when Leprous was his yeah. band. Oh, that set was amazing. That set was amazing. The set at um. The only the exception for that was they played that song off Prometheus, which is like I love Emperor, but Prometheus is terrible. It's an uh, it's unlistenably bad. The um, but then the set that they played at MDF, where Leprous was their backing band, that set was really great too, and contained no songs off Prometheus. But in but I didn't think uh just that set wasn't as good the prog power set was like super awesome yeah but it was a good set yeah and then for this set he's got a new band yeah because i think leprous is like sort of on tour so who knows he or recruited some other norwegian or groups. as i said you know i would have kicked them out after hearing the congregation <laughs> or rather no actually what i said was i would have kicked them out of my band too after hearing that last album what was it called? Yeah. <laughs> and Matt was like the, <laughs> the congregation. congregation. I'm like, yeah, that piece of crap. Everybody gets one. <laughs> Everybody gets one. Um, so, yeah, but so, but he didn't have a bass player. See, they, they, they had. Yeah. So I couldn't hear the bass, but you said they I, had bass tracks. I specifically, okay, I saw the dude like starting off the tracks on the laptop, and so I listened. Like, is there a bass track? And I heard it like during the last couple songs. I mean, the sound wasn't amazing. Also, I was we were too close to yeah, really be yeah. in the feel of the main. Right, and that's that's probably why the sound was amazing because we were just close. But uh, yeah, so I could hear the bass. There was another time where I was like, it sounds like there could be a. Ba-. I mean, early on, I was like, I don't hear a bass. He also had an eight string guitar. Right. No, but I'm saying during the six string stuff, yeah, yeah. there was a point where I was like, I hear bass during six string, two six string guitars, and no bass. And I looked. At, I I, don't, I, don't know if I thought maybe the keyboardist was playing the bass line, but no, I think it was just a bass line track. And the keyboard is playing the keys you couldn't really hear. Isan has graduated to backing track shred. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but he was considering uh, the backing tracks and the new random band of dudes that isn't Leprous. It was it was pretty solid. Yeah, no, it was it was a good set. Um, just it wasn't. It blow me away. He played a new song. He played a new song it's called online. My Heart Is of the North. 
right. right. There's Which a video. He was, like, he was like, hey, Canada, we're from the North, too. It's a different North. Yeah. Oh, but he did. Okay, so we got to talk some more about the banter. He, he did this thing that I hate that people do at fests where they're like, they pretend it's just some other show and they're always shouting out to the location. And I'm like, I'm yeah. not from here. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not Montreal. Yeah. I'm not Atlanta. Like what? And so he was like, he was like, who was here last time I played? I'm like, not me. Cause I, I'm, I actually have never been to Montreal before. Yeah. And, uh, um, and, and then, yeah, he's like, yeah. and then he's like, you know, um, we're from the North too. It's a different kind of North. Yeah. Like there's some lights there. Uh, and then, uh, and then they, right. So then he played the, my heart is yeah. from the North. There's, there's a video online of it, yeah. which I, I feel like is exactly like 10 feet to the right of where I was standing. Cause I was looking for myself. I'm like, Oh, I gotta be in this. And I was like, no, it's just to my right. But, uh, at one point, I, in fact, there was a dude behind me with a camera. And so for a second, I was like, is my head going to suddenly... Because I remember one point where I bumped him and I'm like, oh, he's just like literally holding a camera up right behind my head. But it wasn't that guy. Speaking Somebody of else. cameras, forgot to mention, there was a dude in the Gojira pit who had a GoPro taped to his baseball oh, yeah, cap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. They have like mounts for that. Well, it was yeah. mounted, but to his cap. Like, well, yeah, to his base. Yeah. He was wearing but a baseball like, cap. With tape, right? No, yeah. there was a oh, thing. There was a the, thing. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was a real thing. I thought it was like taped. I didn't want to look at him right. too intently because I thought he then might try to talk to me. He seemed <laughs> right, like right. a and weird You didn't dude. want him to talk to me. Right. I didn't want him to be like the our warrant yeah. fan friend. I just know based on having a gopro that it's probably at the very least there's simple mounts you can just stick on stuff that have adhesive yeah so it was probably at least in a proper it didn't look like it was like falling off or anything but either way it was still weird yeah you're like what so maybe maybe there's some weird mosh bit video of me yeah but the no yeah so he, yeah lisa like not really a lot to make fun of there like it was no, just it was one of my favorite sets of the week set. honestly i thought it was great and i was and well, i was just personally inspired by his use of a backing track bass <laughs> because i was like hey if it's good enough for Isan. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I would put Gojira, Mashuga, Devin, and Beyond Creation all ahead of that set, but it was still a good yeah. set. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, so then that was like the end of the fest for us because the last two bands were. <laughs> yeah, so the way I, I put it on, on Facebook <laughs> yeah. is that we left after Isan because there were clearly no other bands of note to see, and it was really cool to see Isan close out the festival. <laughs> uh and and so we didn't stay for lamb of god or slipknot yeah right right the bands that like i would Everyone say was, everybody yeah. that day was there to well see. that was like 50 percent of the shirts were slipknot and pretty much like so you would have a 40 percent were or, lamb of god. Well, you would have you would have like <laughs> you would have like four kids right and like at least two of them would be wearing a slipknot shirt and then like one would just be wearing like a black wife beater and then the other one would be wearing a lamb of god shirt that was sort of like that was sort of like your configuration yeah um so there were a ton of lamb of god shirts but i i i don't like them i have yeah i have nothing I against them. them right no they're not one of those bands where you're like man why are people into this like yeah. i get i understand yeah, why people like lamb of god and i've seen them, i just don't right and uh i saw them with slayer um like in new jersey like years ago yeah i saw them i saw oh maybe were they did they do a tour with Meshuga? 
on oh, the same bill because I feel like I saw him at the same place or maybe the same night but because th the thing is even maybe if they did that's one of those things where like I would have left after Mashuka oh no 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 I think it was Gojira and Lamb of God oh yeah that sounds and, more yeah. appropriate and again I probably would have just left yeah right Mashuka. no and I well I did but I stayed for a few songs just be oh. like alright Lamb of God show me how you do shit <laughs> yep that's what I thought <laughs> alright have fun guys peace out I'm out of here yeah. yeah no they're 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 solid I, it's just not my thing uh, but yeah, if you're into if you're into Lamb of God, uh, I will be less of a dick to you than if you're into Slipknot. <laughs> so we managed to talk about metal, Canada, mullets, hockey haircuts, shitty beer, and not once in this cast have we mentioned Fubar. Oh no, we did talk about Fubar when we were there though, because, <laughs> because, you, because we couldn't remember what it was called. We, right? No, we so we were sitting. Um, we there wasn't any pro wrestling going on, but they had bleachers there. And so we wanted to sit at the thing and uh, and there was like a total foobar moment unfolding. Was it that the girl who had the like the she looked like she was a drug addict and she had the like the skin peeling off her back, whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like that. Oh, that's super great. And I was like, there's I'm like, there's this movie. It's about these Canadian metalheads. I'm like that are like going nowhere i'm like there's a sequel i'm like what is it and this dude sitting on the bleachers in front of us he's like foobar and i was like yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. that's it because it because jill hadn't seen it i was like i was like and she only loves things ironically i was like you have to go watch this <laughs> oh, movie it's perfect for oh her. yeah oh yeah. yeah i was like i was like you gotta watch this movie i'm like what's it called and random canadian dude with messed up teeth was like <laughs> called foobar i'm like thanks like, i know what that is. thanks brother <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty amazing. There was definitely like some Fubar moments at the fest. It was uh, it was pretty pretty amazing. But I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean the fest was sponsored by Molson Canadian. Is <laughs> actually not that bad. Well, well, no. What was really funny was so Raul before we even got to the fest, like we went to the like the bodega, and they've got all this stuff. Like they sell Modit. At the grocery store there i was like oh this is amazing yeah like every and store that sold beer had the full selection just about of unibrow unibrow yeah and and so there's there's like all this stuff there's all this beer and we're just looking at all this stuff and i didn't know what raul was looking for and i was like oh look they have molson export and raul's like oh yeah, yeah that's what i want <laughs> we're like what and so so he's drinking molson export like just because and then we go to the fest where like you're forced to drink molson <laughs> and then everybody's molson. drinking molson and like raul seemed okay with it jill seemed really like she's like i can't believe like uh, i'm like this is the worst because beer doesn't she drink shitty beer yeah she did <laughs> she be, and she she was not having it that's part of the reason it was so funny but the, but your other options were to like rum up a lemonade which that doesn't seem like a good combo um yeah. so it's it's no mint julep like we had at mdf that's true. Uh, those are not good but uh yeah but to, totally appropriate but totally appropriate like i mean whatever spearmint's disgusting like and i think i think uh alex even had his with with like diet spearmint or yeah. something which seems even worse because because artificial sweetener stuff's usually like way more potent hey uh happy birthday shout outs to alex i think it was his birthday like yesterday right and like uh that. so when this comes out two and a half weeks yeah. from now <laughs> uh, your birthday will have been half a month ago but uh rocking barbecue every year buddy we appreciate it <laughs> he was also uh you know the originator of derby day of deathscape so 
that was um, that was his idea. I mean, like we had the idea to yacht it up. He yeah. had the idea to make it a, a counter deathscape event. <laughs> uh, he also loaned me a bow tie, but it didn't it didn't go with my ensemble. So yeah, but uh, no, I don't know. I don't know what craziness happened uh, with the maggots. I mean, I saw yeah. I saw a bunch of guys wearing like their jumpsuits with their uh, barcodes, and I kind of wondered if. You know, if they'd acquired those for the show or they just had those yeah. lying around maybe from yeah, po- possible early earlier prison terms. And a lot a lot of these dudes in like a jumpsuit and mask. Masks. But but like wearing them all day. Like man, like do you just not want people to know that it's you? No, but if you're also, let's say you're horrifically dis disfigured. Right. Right. Then you so, probably in a snip, Slipknot, right? So that's your your Slipknot fan, right. and then you're also like, but I can like go out in public and plausible deniability. Yeah. Like I don't know. Yeah, there was there was a lot of bad fashion choices. Like, um, so I mean, Jill had this meme where she was like, she's like, I don't trust any woman who has shaved the side of her head. Yeah. <laughs> and she got, she repeated this many times. <laughs> But there was so like, there was a lot of shaved sides now. of heads. There were a lot, yeah, there were a lot of those. And I, um, I saw this one woman. She had dot. She had dyed hair, like the uh, like a non natural color, right? Uh, or non occurring in in nature's hair colors. <laughs> uh, the side of her head was shaved. She was like pasty pale white. Um, she she was wearing like a bra as a bikini top, and she had like some jorts that that she had cut herself. You know? Relevant to my interest. <laughs> Yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of questionable life choices as conveyed through fashion statements of the fest. You probably should have been there. Uh, you know, started a new job. Oh yeah, dude, it was to... a really good, really good festival. You yeah. uh, you probably should have gone to. <laughs> kind of like making money a little more. Metal. Well, you you get you will get to do a. Well, I went on paid vacation. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, you you will get to do one episode you tell me the show i missed because uh i won't be here for brain uh, dance brain dance oh that's yeah. next month right yep yep why are you not going to brain dance because i will still be in atlanta <laughs> i think you should not, not go, go to Prague no, to go no. to the brain, brain dance no. no but watch watch him do that and watch the show be like terrible right well yeah that's the thing i uh, the brain dance show that we have video footage from from 1996 yeah. is amazing it's only been 19 years did they play more than one show at that point or did they just do one and now this is the next one i don't know so, it was in baltimore at a Prague festival i know for a while they had a hard time either getting or keeping a drummer and they were like asking people for yeah and they, they've been trying to do live shows for years yeah so well so hopefully if it works they'll do it again but i'm doing podcasts in atlanta so Definitely. I, I looked into coming back on Sunday because I just I could have changed the hotel and I just booked the flight like a week earlier. So if I had known, I might have come back on Sunday, but I did want to kind of. It's also the best chance to do like a full review podcast. So if I can right. get the dudes together on Sunday, we can actually I want to, you know, I want to try to get one in earlier just for the fuck of it. But about whatever, you know, it could just be about power metal in general some shit but then it would be good to do one that's about prog power where i have prog power people so that it's not just me going like 
So let me tell you how much Prague Power sucks now. I'm totally not going next year. Fuck this shit. You know, there'll be someone there who'll kind of be like, well, these guys were good. And I'll be like, yeah, I didn't see that. You Uh, You could do a fantasy power metal one while you're there, right? There's really not a single band worth seeing again. Well, there's... There's bands that if you haven't seen them, I'd say, yeah, I guess go see. Well, okay. Uh, Voyager and Evergrey... Same I'm always like down the, to see yeah. right I've seen them and the other thing is they're seen playing in New York much. a week before yeah. so I'm gonna see them like even last year when it was Pain of Salvation and Leprous if I had stayed home I still could have seen Pain of Salvation and Leprous yeah because the bands I give a shit about kind of come around at least come to New York uh, but uh, I don't mind seeing Angra and they're doing Holy Land which I, I dig like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm I dig in the it. minority there, though. Yeah, that, so I, I don't mind that. Uh, but no, other than that, there's really not. So, I mean, honestly, I was not excited when I heard the lineup last year. But uh, and, and the one band I was kind of interested in, like their visas didn't come through, and oh, Morgana Le Fay. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but so many bands canceled. Well, I mean, again, there was there's something going on with the visas. It was like, which I wondered if that had to do with any of the cancellations for uh, Heavy Montreal too. But Periphery, uh, although I think uh, Rich said I think it wasn't. It was some other reason, but Obscura, Periphery, there was a couple others. That's right. I mean, the only reason it might not have been Periphery right, wouldn't right. have been able to get in would have been like a DUI issue or some felony. Well, they still need, uh, they probably still need a visa to perform in another country. Because uh, it's work. They're working. Yeah, but I think it's kind of easy between the U.S. Yeah, but the point is that all, all like, there's some specific holdup yeah. in the system that's fucked everybody. But, oh, nice. But all the replacement bands... So it was like, so-and-so canceled. Who? So-and-so replaced him. Who? Yeah. So-and-so canceled. Who? Jeff Scott Soda replaced him. Well, obviously. <laughs> uh, but the best over the years just gets worse and worse. Yeah. And, uh, but it, no, but it, it'll be interesting because uh, I should be able to at least get a couple podcasts happening. 